0: Hello, and welcome to this endo life. Season 2 episode 18. I'm Jessica Duffin and this podcast is all about bringing you guests who are battling chronic conditions and mental health issues in their own unique ways and are changing the lives of others with their amazing work. So sorry for the um huskiness of my voice. I have just got my voice back today. Um I lost it like over the weekend. I've been kind of ill since Wednesday and um I had no voice on Saturday and Sunday, so that was fun. So this is the final episode of season two. Season three, in theory, will be back in two months. That's kind of the plan I was working to, but I'm really excited about some of the guests that I have for next season. So it might be back sooner. Um this is kind of just based around intimate choices and looking after my body, so I want to go with what feels right that gives me enough time to like uh, rest and interview um without rushing so let's say two months but if i feel that two months is too much of a break i'll uh, we'll be back sooner today i'm talking to tamara Dreesen aka wolf sister tamara is a crystal healer shamanic practitioner reiki master and tarot advisor she uses modern mysticism, mysticism to help others turn challenges into transformative. Oh my gosh, transformative <laughs> opportunities empowers them to find their own true paths in life and supports people in their healing. I met Tamara um, maybe eighteen months ago at my first "She's Lost Control" event that I attended, not that I ran. Um, and it really changed my life. Um, it really, really did change my life. I'd been going through some really massively tough issues all all around endometriosis and kind of how that affects life, you know, the ripple effect, although this feels more like, or it felt more like a, um, tsunami effect. That's the word. Um, so... (laughs) Yeah, and it was start of some really deep spiritual healing for me, and I have since gone to other workshops by Tamara, um, a wolf sister, and I've followed her online, and um, yeah, I think her work is is amazing. Firstly, massive disclaimer: crystal healing is not a cure for endometriosis. We know that we know there isn't a cure, but as I always say, I believe everyone has a right to deal with endometriosis and manage it and any way that suits them as long as it's obviously like not crazy harmful to you or others um and if you feel called to crystals as we move into this more spiritual way of being that we seem to be evolving into at the moment especially like if you look at what's happening on instagram and the wellness scene there's a real spiritual movement so if you do feel called to crystals i want to be able to provide you with information that is um accurate and it's by someone who's been working with them for years so you know how to work with them and what they're about you obviously can't go onto instagram these days without seeing crystals and it's really easy to get them now so you can go and buy some pretty ones and put them on your bedside table like i have And it's quite easy to be overwhelmed by the information out there and and just be like, well, they're really pretty. That's the start and not really know what to do with them. Um, So I wanted to talk to Tamara to really dig deep. And this is for me as it is as much for me as it is for you guys. As I explain in the podcast, I've always dipped in and out of that spiritual world, but um, never really had the time to fully invest in understanding it. So. I have some lovely crystals that I use and I just kind of wanted to understand them a bit more. So we talk about whether crystals really help with physical and emotional difficulties, how they work, so the history, the science behind them and where they get their energy from, what crystals can support us with particular problems like anxiety, depression and pain. As I mentioned last week, not last week, two weeks ago, this season has got really spiritual. It's not I didn't plan for it to happen this way, but it's just kind of the way it evolved. Next season is a lot more sciencey, practical. So, um, you know, if this isn't your kind of thing, don't worry about it. There's going to be more. I'm going to explore lots of different areas of living with endo. So, um, yeah. But have a, you know, have a listen. You never know. Like, we're very open in this conversation and um, aware that, everyone has their own beliefs so don't feel like it's you've got to be super on the spiritual bandwagon to get down with this episode so yeah i think that's everything oh if any of you are in london vicky and i vicky williams yoga teacher and reiki practitioner and general lovely girl um woman um, we are holding our third event at She's Lost Control on the 24th of March, Friday evening from 7 till 9.30, and it's a sharing circle. So it's going to be a coaching sharing circle. We're going to get to talk about what's we're struggling with with Endo at the moment, share experiences, share tips, share advice, and we're going to be doing a really deep meditation for healing as well. And then sending you off into the world to maybe the end of March on Saturday. And if you are at the end of March on a Saturday, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a gathering. So hit me on Instagram, email me if you want to come along. And I'm going to find somewhere for us all to meet. Um, I haven't worked out the logistics, but I will be there. So unless this strange flu cold thing like strikes me down again. But let's hope I'm better in two weeks. Okay, I've been going on for ages So I'm gonna stop. I really hope you enjoy season two. If it was too hippy for you, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll be more practical next season, I promise. And um, yeah, I hope you're good. I hope Endo Month is treating you well, and I will see you next season. So, firstly, I wanted to know, like, how did you get into crystals? Because it's such a to some people, it's such a strange concept. It's just, how do you even start on that journey, and how do you learn about them in the first place for to then go on and work with them
1: um well it started off when i was a kid and i bought my very first ever crystal from the natural history museum um and it was a piece of rose quartz and i think children are naturally intuitively drawn to things without kind of any logical reason. reason if that makes yeah, sense yeah um and yes, yeah, so I was like drawn to this crystal and like at the time um my mom and dad were like divorced so we had like kind of some things going on there and I think I at, at that age I was drawn to the rose quartz and I kept it it went every, <laughs> everywhere that I went like oh. my lucky stone <laughs> um because I think I just needed that, that energetic energetic support yeah, yeah. um and have kind of feel that close by so yeah and then I kind of like move it like I'd kind of continuously, like, collect crystals. And then as I became a teenager, watched, like, things like The Craft. And then used to hang right, out yeah. at, um, like, the lo- local kind of, like, mystical shop. And would then... Kind of realized that the crystals had meanings and that mm-hmm. they had, they had different re, different purposes and different powers. And um, then I started using them for like for confidence. Um, when I was kind of getting bullied at school, um, use them to try and help me get a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I kind of like, and it kind of like again, like it kind of got to that point, And then I left it for a bit. And then I got to a point where I was in my. Um, early 20s and I was suffering from a lot of anxiety and a lot of depression um, and an eating disorder and I'd been to see a colour therapist and she had me gazing into this like it was like a crystal ball on this light box and then the light box would project different colours and you'd stare at it for however long it was my first kind of actual experience of anything meditative and it just blew me away because the insights that I was getting from looking at the crystal um and the kind of, like, the visions that I was getting from doing that, and then, like, after that, I was like, Crystal Bible <laughs> bought that, bought all the crystal books, bought, like, all, all the, like, as many crystals as I could, and then just kind of got quite obsessed with them then and was just, like, learning more about their powers and then would then start giving them to pre- friends as presents. And then um kind of, like, and I think I left it for a little bit and then again had another kind of, like, point where i was just like i need to sort myself out i'm really unhappy i need to kind of be proactive and do something about this and the crystals were there again you know like they were always there but it was just like oh my gosh like you've like you've been on my bedside all along and i've just been completely like overlooking that yeah yeah um, so then i just started um like practicing with them more meditating with them um like went on like an online like I did an online course um and like learned Reiki and then like went to Bali and was an apprentice to a shaman there and then we did work yeah we did a lot of work with crystals there um and yeah it's just like and it's gone from there really and then I've been like using it um use it with my clients doing sessions um so yeah I guess that's kind of the story (laughs) No, it's an amazing story so
0: you used crystals in for your depression, anxiety, and, like, eating disorders. what What's, like, the history of... Actually, let, let me backtrack before I ask that question. What, like, how do we know? So I know that this might not necessarily be as scientific as some people want, but how do we know they have these energies? Do you know, like, the history behind them?
1: Well, in what... So they've... I think they've been... Well crystals have been used for like for like as far back into history as like recorded and they've been used for their like utilized for their powers even the ancient greeks would use amethyst um to prevent like it was like to prevent drunkenness um (laughs) and um like Cleopatra she um had her like crystals and they would like crush up malachite and lapis lazuli and wear that as a eyeshadow to um help them be more uh like ha- have like more kind of like mental clarity and like right. clear vision um so i think whether it's kind of i don't know where exactly the first people to <laughs> use crystals if that makes sense but mm-hmm. i think it's just something that people have been utilizing it and whether it is um from um like just I guess working with what you've got (laughs) you know what people have got around them in like really primitive times right and again like just working with things and maybe noticing how they make you feel um or the things that happen like the sequence of events after having that crystal around you and I guess that's what's given them the meaning if that makes sense
0: right okay so it's kind of based upon intuition in a way and like history like evolving like what you're saying like seeing how different people getting the same feeling from a crystal and mm. it, okay and can you explain you know like i don't understand the full um theory of how it works so the mm. crystals are in the ground mm-hmm. and where does their energy come from are they accumulating it from the ground or is it like naturally within them does that make sense what
1: yeah so everything like everything is energy isn't it like everything on our planet had like is energy and has like an energetic like frequency Um, and crystals like their energy is from I guess it's encompassed from the way that they're formed like from being like kind of most crystals are formed through like heat and pressure like as Mm -hmm. the tech like um, as the tectonic plates um, collide, it kind of creates this reaction where the gases and liquids underneath these tectonic plates are pushed up. Right. Um, and as they um, just gradually like find their way up towards the surface of like our planet, these gases um, and wa- like waters they start to cool and solidify. And depending on what um, like what the gases are and what the elements are, they will create different crystals um so yeah they i guess they they get their energy from the earth um but they they have their own kind of personalities if that makes sense depending on the way that they were formed where they were formed their color um and um and like their like i guess from their clarity like if say a crystal if it was like amethyst or clear quartz if it has a clarity to it um the energy will be more um activating if that makes sense right whereas if it's a more of an opaque or a solid like or all are solid but like where you the light doesn't shine through there are a lot the energy is a lot slower and a lot more grounding oh uh,
0: right okay I didn't yeah. know that
1: so different like it's kind of feeling into um like yeah like their different kind of personalities of like what they look like and then kind of their different properties and like I said like their color could. Um, their colour could affect how, like, what their energy is like. So, say, like, you could have amethyst, but amethyst varies in different, um, like, different shades. So, you could have, like, a really, really deep amethyst or a really kind of pale, soft amethyst Mm. colour, like, purple colour. So, and, like, that would, again, like, alter the, like, the energy and the personality of, like, the crystal and how it makes us feel. But everything has its own, like, energetic, like, frequency, um and like we're always like it's a like a process of entrainment it's like when you hear a song on the radio and how it like makes you like do people even listen to the radio anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just listen to spotify but people yeah. do listen to it so yeah. from what i am yeah. like yeah from what i understand still yeah. happening
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, am i just like really showing my age <laughs> but yeah so um when you hear a song like and it comes off on Spotify and like, if it's like your song and it's if it was like Beyonce and it makes you like makes you want to dance or sing along, you know, or if you, you hear another song that you don't really vibe of and you're like you're quick to turn it off. Um, Everything is energy. Like that's how entrainment works.
0: Right. OK. I get that, uh, so... Like
1: the way that like our energy will adjust to the energy that we're around, if that makes sense, or being influenced yeah. by um so with crystals and it's the same with people you know like different people make us feel different <laughs> in like some people will cheer us up and some people might rub us up the wrong way yeah, yeah um and like everything like in nature has its own like energy frequency and like in shamanism like every like it's believed that everything has its own spirit like even an even in an in, in, inanimate <laughs> objects mm. have a spirit and have an energy because they come from the earth um so like how their energy works with so this is like their energy field starts to interact with ours um and can affect and influence like how we feel um and how we wanna move through life.
0: Yeah, well no I think that makes a lot of sense because I can I feel you know, if you're in like a building and the energy like I'm trying to think for example, I went to a warehouse recently to like view a workspace and but it was so industrial. I just I just didn't feel alive in there. Yeah. I just felt really, really like dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> but if you're in somewhere that's like by the sea or in the woods, you feel very much alive. Right. You know, and you're just like I think part of it. I also think is that like we we are part of nature, and when you're going back to nature, you're you're kind of like reawakening that part of yourself. I don't think we're like supposed to be in buildings like no every day doing like a nine to five and not really connecting with the outside but um that's a whole other podcast yeah um (laughs) (laughs) so so going back to your story as well with you know how you coped with depression anxiety and and bullying that went on at school and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um how can crystals be used if at all for healing so like how did you use them and what was the impact on like how how did that unfold for you
1: So I would like in the simplest like way I would just keep them close by right. um at the beginning like especially when I was a teenager I was like yep we'll be like this crystal this description says this this is what I want keep it close to me um and I hope that it does its thing mm-hmm. and then like over time as I got older I would and more kind of aware and more responsible for my own actions as well i'd look at the crystals and kind of like have it as um like still keep them close by but also like being mindful of like why I've chosen that crystal and like how I can collaborate with that crystal and make right. a change okay. in my own life yeah so um like yeah taking responsibility rather than kind of like right i bought this crystal you know like come on you do your thing now <laughs> like I've done my bit i bought you <laughs> um yeah. you need to change my life now it's that like it doesn't work like that it's looking at the crystal and thinking like each time you choose a crystal you're giving yourself permission to want that thing that it represents to you okay you know so if it was a crystal for love it's like okay like yep I've I've chosen this crystal like maybe it's rose quartz and like yeah I want more love in my life but also it's like how can I invite more love in my life like how can I be kinder to myself how can I be more Compassionate to others, how where do I maybe need to forgive in my life to accept like to allow more love to flow to me, or maybe I need to set up a like tinder profile or something you know like mm-hmm. it's being proactive and or like saying yes to the day or you know or maybe not like nagging at your boyfriend or girlfriend yeah <laughs> um it's 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 taking responsibility and working with that crystal but keeping allowing that energy keeping that crystal close by so that its energy can infuse with yours so that. Um, it's supporting you to be in that space it's kind of anchoring you there
0: and uh, do you think there's a way that you know if it's influencing you like would you might there might not be an answer to this but if
1: I i think i definitely i'm i definitely believe in like synchronicities yeah and things that have like way back um, like my friend and I <laughs> we were <laughs> like getting into Christmas and said like, oh we'd read somewhere that to keep two pieces of rose quartz together um, and like it will like get your boyfriend basically. Um it says a lot about me in my, my like teenage you know, and twenties. Um, so and it was yeah, so and we were like, Oh my gosh, I, like reading this book, like two crystal two rose quartz crystals and we both got went to the shop, got two rose quartz crystals, kept them together and we both got dates like that week. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and my, yeah, and then my friend, and like they weren't like, in all of these days, they weren't the best days. Like, we had to, like, then actually, like, over the years, I'm like, actually, now I need to refine what I'm asking for as well. It's not like just, I want a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, how do I want to fit in that relationship? How do I, you know, it's like, not, it's like, what do I want to bring to a relationship? What do I want to learn from a relationship? Uh, like, how do I want it to be? Like, on, on every level, rather than like, I just want a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, because you just I think yeah I yeah I saw life very differently when I was the younger um and yeah and but yeah so we both kind of like got dates that week and I think the reason we ha- had done it because we hadn't had dates for ages like we'd been single for a while and we're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know and then like all of a sudden what we dates she had two like she ends up two seeing two guys at the same time I think <laughs> 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 so hers like really worked um and yeah and it's just like I think it's just a synchronicity like different things happen like once you open up up to it but it's also like being in that meditative mind space as well it's like slowing down Mm. to see like sometimes the the signs or the clues are like really subtle um yeah but it's like up to us to kind of like take our time to like look out for it
0: yeah no that makes a lot of sense and there's a lot of talk about emotional healing with crystals Mm -hmm. can the healing also be physical i know not everyone's going to believe in this but could it be
1: i in my experience yes Mm -hmm. but i think it's different for it's different for everybody like i i did um a smoky quartz workshop last year and um as i was like prepping for the workshop i'd like meditated with the crystal and had it i'd had a really sore throat had not been very well like Put the rose, the smoky quartz on my throat, um, because like I just wanted to send some energy there because I've got a workshop and need to be able to spit to speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and the did the meditation and my sore throat went completely. And one of the women at the workshop, she has um, she has a condition where she has a lot of chronic pain. Mm. Um, and she'd said like after the week after her pain had been like significantly reduced um and she was just like whether it was a coincidence or what it was there was definitely a change um and then like yesterday actually I had a workshop and the lady had said that she'd been to one of my crystal workshops um a couple of years ago and she'd been in so much pain um that she almost didn't come and she came to the workshop we did the meditation and she was went home like pain free um I couldn't believe it so like that's their their experiences that I've had and that people have told me but like it's always I think with with anything crystals are like they're a complementary like they're complementary to any other treatment that you're using
0: yeah no I think that's that's really helpful to know like we're not saying that we're gonna like just buy all the crystals yeah. and then you're, <laughs>
1: yeah. like, exactly. you're gonna be really exactly. healthy yeah, <laughs> yeah I everything but it's just like that yeah um I think they can affect us and I think depending on like in all of those in all of those scenarios it's not that their crystal just been bought and they've carried it with them like cause they've meditated with the crystal and done, and and gone through a process of visualizations with that crystal to kind of activate themselves with the energy um And also, like giving themselves permission to relax and let go, yeah. So, so that the crystal can do its thing, you know. Rather than being busy and thinking, right, I've got you know, like, and using that crystal to kind of be your kind of backup, if that makes sense, to do the work while you're doing something else.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, It's actually having that time to think, like, I'm just going to stop. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to go through a process of visualizations and connect with maybe what is the like, what is the cause of what's coming up for me and where this pain is, like like if the pain is associated with something emotional because it can be um Mm. so it's kind of like tuning into that as well and
0: I I mean obviously I've come to your workshops so you know I'm very into this kind of stuff (laughs) um but just like playing devil devil's advocate and also just to for anyone who's listening who's like I don't really believe crystal's work my kind of instinct is that if you don't believe something's going to work for you it it won't usually because you're blocking it. but uh, also do you think there's a chance that it's also partly like a placebo effect or a the fact that when you're connecting so in for example your workshops are very Mm -hmm. very soothing they're Mm -hmm. very very healing so i'm no let's change that word they're very relaxing so (laughs) if you are in a relaxed state so for example with endometriosis it -hmm. becomes worse with stress yeah and we women with endometriosis um I can't remember all the facts behind it so anyone listening like have a look into this rather than quoting me but we have like higher cortisol levels Mm -hmm. so we're we're naturally higher higher more like stressed Mm -hmm. so and then that will affect our hormones and then it affects the endo so Mm -hmm. if we came to a class with you just the the focus might be on the crystal but because we're relaxing because we're really getting in touch with ourselves it might bring our stress levels down and then we're we're believing hoping wishing whatever it might be that the crystals are going to help and even though I believe that it is the crystals do you think for other people it might be that their stress levels are going down, they're hoping that it's going to work and then the, the placebo effect takes place. Because the reason why I'm asking is because I went to a um, talk the other week and I'm hoping to have the woman on the podcast, but she's done loads of research into the mind-body connection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And even if you know that what you're taking is a fake tablet, yeah. it still works for... so. Like if you have chronic back pain and you're given a pill that you know isn't a drug, the actual act of taking a pill every day Mm -hmm. triggers the actual chemical response in your brain to start treating that pain. So even though you know that it's not going to work. So I just wondered if there was an, do you think there's an element or could there be an element of that in it?
1: Definitely, I do think like that the it I think that there isn't enough scientific research to say like how these things work. Um, but I do think, yeah, even if it is a placebo effect, you know, like even if it is in like even if it is actually just that having like I said like having that touchstone of that thing just anchoring you mm-hmm. um and like you said, relaxing you so that that your body can kind of do what it needs to do yeah definitely um and but yeah like I like I definitely think that it could be a placebo effect um but equally like I've had people that don't believe in it if that makes sense and have had like one-to-one sessions with crystals and have had like have felt the effect of it as well yeah
0: I mean it's so interesting I mean I know you obviously have a deep connection with the crystals you Mm. feel their energy um I don't I'm not, like, fully there yet in my understanding, but I've, like, mm-hmm. similar to you, I, <laughs> I like, g- bought this book and, like, tried to practice and train to be a witch when I was, like, 13. And, like, <laughs> yeah. I had, like, little rocks and crystals that I had no idea mm-hmm. what they were for. But I just never got as deep into it to fully understand it all. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I still, I still feel like there's a lot more that we don't understand that we can't break down with science yet yeah yeah um but I just wanted for people who are like I'm kind of curious but I don't really believe in it like mm. could there be another explanation I kind of just want to explore that so that yeah definitely they're heard and acknowledged and if yeah. they just want to try it out then they yeah you know, and they that's can. the
1: thing it's like just trying it out is like try it out and see and then like because there's there's like it's fair enough like everyone's entitled to be skeptical and like yeah you shouldn't just take it because I've said (laughs) I've said yeah like they're great and they've helped me because different things help different people but I think if you don't try and like you're never gonna know are you and that's true just exploring different things that like rather than just dismissing it straight away and shutting it down um like try it and like try it open, like with the curiosity of like, let's like, just be open and try it and and then go from there. Um, Cause like I said, like some of like my favorite, most like my uh, my clients, that like when I do one-to-one sessions, like the ones that are the most skeptical are the ones that are like, wow, wow. You really? Know, when- yeah, that when oh, you expect the cool. lease yeah. and they're like, "Oh my gosh, like I was, what, what just happened? Like I wasn't expecting that." And and then like just the realizations that they've had, like from that, and that have ended up becoming <laughs> regular clients, um, because they're and they're, they're skeptics. So like, I definitely think there's room, for, like it's okay to be skeptical, but equally like be open and skeptical if that makes sense. Like especially if it if if you're doing something if you've been trying, doing the same things then you're not getting the kind of results you want like it doesn't hurt to try something new and like say with crystal healing um like it's totally invasive um mm. it can, crystal healing can cost you as little as a pound <laughs> all you need is like one crystal and, yeah. and to like and meditate with it you don't you haven't got like loads to lose or to go to a workshop or something you don't have to kind of invest your whole life savings in it or like Loads of time, but yeah, I think it's just like just try it and explore it, and like yeah, like even I just remember like my old housemate when I moved in with him, and um, I was like showing him my crystals, and I had like this big clear quartz like cluster, and he couldn't believe that it was natural and it was from the earth. He thought that it was made, um, and then he was having a lot of anxiety and wanted wanted to meet someone, so I started making like crystal water for him, and he's a builder like from Essex like, yeah. like not your usual um crystal healing but like fan and in the end like he every night he's like can you make me some more of that crystal water like, oh. he ready, he's like have you made more crystal water for the morning because it had really helped his anxiety and then he met his like partner they're like engaged with a little girl now so like you don't have to start off believing it but I think just being open to it and and trying it and like i said like if it, it if it's for you it is and if it isn't but it's also like giving it a chance as well like sometimes this the changes are subtle mm. and you just need to stick with it for a certain time like it's like being on like certain medications as well isn't it it doesn't necessarily some of them don't necessarily they take a while for your body to get used to don't they yeah yeah benefits so if you're taking like vitamins or supplements um it's the same thing with crystals it's like not always like insight like instantaneous um Sometimes it does take a little bit of patience and kind of, yeah, keeping your eyes open to what's coming through.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. I really love that explanation. (laughs) And I just think, like, people can sometimes hesitate with starting something because they feel Mm. like they have to be fully invested in it. And actually, it's okay to dip your toes in the water, you know. (laughs) So that's cool. So I just wanted to look at some of the main symptoms of endometriosis. So two of the like real big emotions that come up with endo or not emotions like mental health issues of depression and anxiety so are there is there a stone or are there some stones for depression crystals rather
1: yeah (laughs) um yeah they're they're, when you're choosing crystals like I'd always like recommend like go to the shop and like be drawn to the crystals that you're drawn to because like there are specific ones they say like if I was just going to be totally generic if you say if you were Saying suffering from like depression, then I'd say maybe have work with like citrine or amethyst. Like citrine is really good for your like solar plexus. Okay. Um, and um, it really activates your solar plexus, which is your uh, energy center for your like confidence and your personal power, um, and your like sense of like self esteem. Mm-hmm. So, so like on like according to the book, like if if you're feeling like depressed and anxious um th- then like technically like maybe you're not feeling very confident in yourself um uh, you maybe you're, you're you're overthinking things too much whereas like which is why amethyst would be like great because it just slows down like your act- overactive thoughts right okay But equally there might be another cause to your you know like the symptom. there again it's very much like you could think the anxiety and the depression is a symptom mm-hmm. of something else that's going on so you mm-hmm. could then also like think well I'm like go into the job and be drawn to um another crystal where it could be something to do with um trying to think of an example you could be drawn to rhodonite which is um like kind of pink and black because maybe you've had like an emotional trauma before so it might be that like actually you need to it's focusing and actually just nurturing that emotional trauma that you've gone through that is they're gonna unlock you know that's gonna kind of um help you navigate your way through the anxiety and the depression
0: right yeah does that make sense yeah it does and I've heard so many people say like just go to what you're drawn to but I think also it's nice to have a little bit of guidance yeah
1: but yeah like I said amethyst and citrine are my like I always say if something something's going on then like yeah amethyst and citrine for like anxiety and depression um like so it's really uplifting as well mm-hmm. um it's like i always call it the um patron crystal of like people pleasers and procrastinators <laughs> okay. um, it's like the like the energy boost to kind of like just speak up for yourself and like just step into your power yeah and have more confidence and then yeah like amethyst is really good for just slowing down your thoughts to helping you tune into your intuition and like fade out the ego um say that like yeah I'd say them for um like that and it also like if you if you are suffering from like anxiety and like depression and other other crystals that are great are um like celestite which is like a really pale blue um and that's really support like I always find that celestite encourages you to ask for help (laughs) if you're not very good at asking for help and you feel like you've got the weight on your shoulders um celestite is really supportive and it just kind of helps you kind of like either like ask for help or just slow things down. Um so that you can just process what you've got coming up for you. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: And so endometriosis is a condition um that causes chronic pain. Um <laughs> and it's also I'm just trying to mindfully phrase this because obviously so it's a hormonal condition it affects the reproductive organs and the and so and the abdomen yeah um so but i hesitate to say like it's a female only because obviously like for others who don't identify as female um but they still have these organs mm. so i pre- like there are i know that there are like crystals for feminine and for like female Mm -hmm. energy so that's great to bring them up but I was wondering if there are others like other crystals that might help with dealing with pain or dealing with um imbalances in the body um or like maybe the abdomen area like the pelvic region
1: yeah um I what was I gonna say smoky quartz is really good for pain relief like I said really? that was the, oh, the yeah. work yes yeah, my quartz is the workshop that I'd like taken the pain away in my throat um I always, if I have like I get really bad um like period pains um and I always like have put like smoky quartz, like on my like on my kind of like pelvic region mm-hmm. and just like rest that on there um and like I said um one of the ladies from one of the workshops that had helped her with her chronic pain so yeah I'd smoky quartz um and um it's really good and then uh moonstone is really good for just kind of like it's a very a very like feminine energy feeling energy crystal it's very soft and soothing um and that's really good for balance like it's like said to be good for balancing your hormones and helping you um like flow with your cycle more if that makes sense oh, so cool. kind of like help it will encourage you to kind of surrender to when your body's telling you to stop Mm -hmm. (laughs) rather than pushing forward um yeah it really encourages us to tune into our cycles more um and it really the more that we tune into what we're feeling and what we need it really activates our intuition um which is like super powerful um and what else trying to think like I know I haven't used this I haven't done them before but I know that a lot of like women like I was speaking to someone the other day has been using like a black obsidian like yoni egg oh yes I've read a lot about these yeah like I haven't used them I don't know a lot about them but I know like that is for like say if you've had like trauma or pain in those areas um like black obsidian like I've seen that that's been recommended um but like I said I haven't <laughs> I haven't used that um so I couldn't I couldn't tell you um and then I'm trying to think what other crystals for around um around your pelvic region um do you you think sorry sorry. do you think
0: anything (laughs) I mean another issue is a lot of about having self-love and kindness for your body Mm -hmm. because a lot of People are really angry with their bodies for yeah. experiencing kind of pain. So I wonder if there's anything to help cultivate. Yeah, I was that.
1: just say rose quartz. In the- oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we- <laughs> tuned in at the same time. Yeah, so rose quartz <laughs> definitely. Um, rose quartz is like like it isn't. A lot of people think, oh yeah, rose quartz like love and like instantly kind of jump to like like relationship love <laughs> mm. and partnership love. But actually, I think rose quartz is very much like love yourself first yeah. um And I have rose quartz in my bathroom like by my mirror um so as like the kind of like touchstone of like when I see myself you know like remember to love myself oh that's so interesting um, that's a really good like, tip in, in yeah and in the bathroom like especially like if you like or like if you're in the mirror wherever you're like seeing yourself naked yeah. um or like in the bath like in the bath so, or like brand- I have like um one in each corner of the bath so, like a rose quartz piece so I'm kind of, like, sitting in this, like, little mini crystal grid while I'm in the bar. Um, but, yeah, like, rose quartz, I think, is one that everybody needs in their life. <laughs> like, yeah, like inviting more love into our lives um, and, like, just feeling, like, being kinder to ourselves and softer to ourselves, definitely.
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of a, a nice go-to, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, help. I've actually got my rose quartz next to me right now
1: <laughs> yeah, you can never have too much rose quartz <laughs> no
0: my one's really I lovely am. but I keep feeling like I need more so yeah. I'm glad you've
1: said that so yeah
0: cool.
1: <laughs> just advocating yeah, more <laughs> <rose quartz.
0: laughs> so um how do we went so when we've got the crystals one thing that really I don't know it doesn't confuse me but I just feel like I don't have like a definitive answer on this how do we clean them and how often do should we clean them and when I mean I mean like cleanse the energy because it's and why do we need to do that
1: okay so the way that I see crystals they are like um like cosmic technology they absorb transform and like transmit energy um and the way that I like that that is backed up by the fact that they are crystals and quartz and different minerals are within all of the technology that we use. Um there are quartz crystals like in our phones, in our um, watches, like in medical equipment, um satellites, like our lives as we know it couldn't function without crystals. Um right. making making everything work basically and storing and transmitting energy. So how crystals work the crystals that we have like in our day-to-day lives that we are using for you know like support or for confidence or for for healing like they'll always be absorbing energy um and transforming it and certain crystal certain crystals like will cleanse it and like will will kind of transform it send out and other crystals will hold it Mm -hmm. if that makes sense but you'll notice like if you're working with your crystals regularly, you might notice like when you've just cleansed it, you, f- you feel it more, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, so if you were feeling, I'm trying to think of an example, if you were with like, if you were working with um, amethyst, to so say, if you were like trying to, if you're on a bit of a detox, um, you've been feeling quite anxious, you know, you've got some like addictions that you're trying to curb um, and you're working with amethyst and whenever you get a crystal whether it's like new when you just bought one i'd always recommend cleansing that crystal because you don't know where it's been mm-hmm. um so just starting with a like clean slate and what you would do to cleanse that crystal energetically is um you can use either like, like sage or palo santo which are um, kind of like sacred herbs and woods and what you would do is you would um like, like the plant, like it's like a dried sage, is like dried sage. Mm-hmm. Um, you light that and wash, like once it starts to smoke, you would like wash like the smoke over the crystal if that makes sense. You kind of like wave it over. Yeah. Um, and that would the um the palisanto or sage would then like neutralize any of the positive ions in the crystal to neutralize it so that um the energy is like balanced um and then you could either do that you could either run it under water um and visualize any energy that doesn't serve you being washed away just normal um, water so you could turn yeah. like the tap on okay and tap on like super simple um if you haven't got any of those things then you could just, just simply like hold the crystal in your hand and like close your eyes and visualize yourself being like showered with like pure white light and the crystal being like showered with pure white light um so you don't need any of the things if that makes sense that like you can just mm-hmm. do it as a visualization and visualize it like being like this pure white light just showering over you showering over the crystal and any energy that doesn't that isn't needed being washed away and like showered out out of it um and another way that you to cleanse a crystal and like reset it you could just put it in your garden if you've got a garden or maybe you wanted to put it in your pot plant if you don't have a garden um that's another really good way to like reset your crystal um so yeah so you would like cleanse it and then you can charge your crystal because crystals come from the earth they really like the sun um and like being water so you could like leave it out in the sunshine you could leave it out under the light of full moon to like charge it with moon energy um you could leave it by a river if you live near a river and it's like safe to do so. Um and what else could you again like you put like, like keeping it in like putting it out in the grass in the garden so that it can again like recharge from the earth energy. So do you need um, to so,
0: sorry do you need to charge after you cleanse or or can you just cleanse and then carry on?
1: You can cleanse and just carry on. Mm-hmm. But I that um when you charge them it just gives them it's like it's like how we feel when we're on holiday yeah 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 <laughs>
0: that,
1: that feeling, it's like putting out putting crystal out in the sun or putting it out and like how we feel like exactly like how you're saying about the warehouse earlier like it just felt really lifeless but then as soon as you're outside in nature you feel like you've come you've you've come alive again yeah yeah and it's the same for crystals like when they connect back to nature when they connect back to the sun when they connect to the moon like in fresh air like they they dig that too <laughs> yeah um so yes yeah, so they do that but if you haven't got time to do it like that's like that's totally cool um you don't have to do it all the time um you could do it once a month or when you feel called to or when you like do a little kind of little ritual get your crystal when you've just bought a new crystal cleanse it leave it out to charge in the sun or under the moon and then you would kind of give it an intention so you would kind of program that crystal and tell it what you want it to do
0: oh I do not know this okay cool
1: so you would like hold the crystal in your hands um and you could just imagine like what like what would you like that crystal to help you with um and imagine that you like you could imagine uh like golden thread like kind of just growing out through your heart and like reaching down your hand like into the crystal Mm -hmm. um or whatever direction you want the thread to go (laughs) um but yeah you could imagine like you um programming the crystal and it could be like crystal um i am open to um going with the flow like please support me with this right okay like could be or something like that um like you could do that say if you were working with moonstone um or yeah you could um be like or it could be an affirmation something that you've been like if you're if you use affirmations it could be you could kind of program the crystal with the affirmation and you could say the affirmation like a few times Mm -hmm. into the crystal and activate it that way um because crystals like i was saying like because they are like cosmic technology they need to be told what to do <laughs> um and again like saying that intention saying it out loud it it's giving voice to what you're calling in as well which is like powerful
0: yeah definitely okay cool so final question how do we create rituals for healing so if we, if someone's a beginner could we yep. create our own little like mini ritual to help us deal with endometriosis
1: (laughs) (laughs) definitely so you could um say say if you were um you could have like a healing ritual where it could be like i love ritual baths so um i will like i'll run a bath i'll put in like sea salt epsom salts himalayan salts i put a couple of handfuls of that in the water um and then like any essential oils so I um for my um like period pain like I will always um I will have a bath and then when I get out of the bath I use like clary sage
0: right yeah I've heard that this is really helpful oh
1: my gosh it's so like so I don't use like painkillers like and um like yeah like my I know that mine's like I haven't got endometriosis so it's like not as bad as like what uh, other people experience like by the least but um what I do is I'd like have the bar have my bath I put like crystals around the bath so in the bath um rose petals um put my favorite spotify playlist on and then I'd like just relax in the bath listen to the meditation or give myself reiki or like read a book um and just just chill out there mm. and then when I get out of the bath um I mix Um, like jojoba oil with a few drops of clary sage and I massage that into my like lower back and my like abdomen yeah and like massage that in um and then just relax and watch Netflix (laughs) 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 um, Netflix can be part of your ritual um it doesn't have to be um like super extravagant yeah just like lighting candles um doing some journaling um like writing down maybe like how you're feeling like what's coming up for you mm-hmm. um and um like I know some people like when they've got a lot of pain they speak to the pain and they ask like the pain like where it's coming from you know or mm. what what you can do to support the pain like what's the pain asking you to do yeah
0: yeah, yeah. for
1: yourself like what's it what's it what's trying to show you um so like listening to it rather than kind of like trying to push it down and ignore it and like move move past it if that makes sense yeah um so that could be a thing and like pulling some oracle cards um
0: I love my can
1: just cards. say yeah <laughs> yeah which ones have you got
0: I've got bird so I've got very specific ones they're bird cards um and they're from South Africa so my my godmother's like friend made them and what? my godmother gave them to me so she always uses them and I always use them and they have been so crazy like integral to my like to guide me in the past like year and a half it's amazing. it's been really yeah really amazing
1: yeah I love Oracle I always like use them in the workshops as well like any even, like any time that like I think once I'd like almost forgot to like get them out someone's like uh when are we using the cards <laughs> 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 oh sorry <laughs> um so yeah like Oracle cards are like so good and just again like you can just they're so simple you know have a deck like shuffle it think for question or if you haven't got any questions being like I'm open up to guidance and Pull a card and then just see what card back comes like comes up for you, and maybe just like journal on that what that card means to you. Like mm. before you kind of like jump into the guidebook and what the guidebook says the cards about. Like feeling into what this got gar- like the cards trying to show you in your life. Yeah, that moment. So yeah, like I think like ritual could be like, having a lovely bath and then like giving yourself like a massage. Um, uh, like oh, and then again like just connecting with your body like. F- like honoring your body and like giving your body some love like physically like touching it and connecting with it and Mm. just being nurturing and then and then yeah like at the bath um use like the clary sage and the um clary sage and jojoba and um yeah like do some journaling do a meditation do some oracle cards or just watch netflix (laughs) (laughs) cool something for everyone there yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's just take I think with doing rituals it's like picking and mixing like what feels right for you and it's like a, a ritual is like a sequence of like a sequence of actions
0: mm.
1: with intention, you know? So like right, what okay. is the ritual? Like what's the intention? What are you honoring? What are you celebrating? What are you acknowledging what are you feeling you know and that bath like that bath everything that you're doing is kind of helping you step into that space it's like a, like opening a door yeah into what you want to process um or what you want to explore for yourself um or just being like I said just like you don't have to it doesn't have to have like an end goal if that makes sense but mm. it's just like I'm opening the door to myself where I can just let you know like light a candle turn down the lights puts on some incense and like pull up a card you know I'm just like yeah. kind of just tuning into myself so yeah, so it can be simple but it's just like the ritual is so that you can connect with yourself
0: perfect thank you so much I think this is really useful because I do work with crystals but I still I still don't have like the 101 down do you know what I mean like yeah. I and I definitely feel like I needed a bit more guidance there and understanding of them. So I hope this has been helpful for others. I think it really has been. Um, so if people want to get in touch with you or come to a workshop or have like one-on-one healing, where can they find you?
1: Um Well, everything is on my website, www.wolfsister.com. <laughs> I dot count in the Ws then. Um, at wolfsister.com. Um, I do um, regular workshops at She's Lost Control in Hackney and I do tarot readings there like one-to-one tarot readings and I also do one-to-one sessions in person and via Skype and I've got my book The Crystal Code um, coming out in October.
0: So exciting I can't wait to read that. (laughs) So yeah thank you so much for coming on and I look forward to seeing you at another workshop. Yeah I'd love that. (laughs) So that's it thank you so much for listening if you like this episode please rate review and or subscribe that will help others to find the podcast you can find me on instagram which is at this underscore you can also read more about living with endometriosis and tips and ways that you can manage endo um, on this endolife.com and in my column on endometriosis news thank you again And I will see you in a couple of weeks time for episodes for season three.